Hispanic person to don't talk that much. So I just give you a warning. Uh, I'm so happy we're celebrating Mother's Day today. Uh, we cannot be more happy about uh, Calvary Chapel's mothers. They are a great example. And we want to talk about that in the word of the Lord. Uh, they don't celebrate the same way or the same day around the world. Uh, for my friends here, they can testify. Uh, Guatemala, Salvador, Mexico, they celebrate the 10th of May. In other countries, they celebrate uh, Mother's Day in October and February in other places. So, but we're celebrating today and we're going to bring the scripture to this celebration. So, uh, please rise for the word of the Lord. We're going to read from 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 5. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded that is also in you. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. You can see This is, uh, allow me to pray first. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, Father God, for this opportunity, Father, to gather together in your name, Father God. We want to hear from you and from you only, Father God. Uh, please use me to communicate your message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this is the Apostle Paul writing a letter to Timothy. Many of you know who is, who is Timothy. Timothy is this um, great servant of the Lord. He is in Ephesus at the time. And uh, Paul trying to encourage him through this letter, let him know how the church uh, is meant to be and rule and how his behavior is to be. But something that is very important to us, especially today, that we're celebrating Mother's Day, is about the inheritance. When we talk about inheritance, many of us just think about uh, money and, 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 and possessions, which is not a bad thing, leave that to your kids. But we're talking about something more important. We're talking about uh, a spiritual inheritance. Um, doesn't matter how much money you leave to your kids, if they don't know the Lord, they will be dead. They will be dead forever. So that's, that's why it's so important. And in this verse, which is very important, 
we can see how the Apostle Paul, over a great amount of disciples, he chose Timothy. He chose him. Why? Because he saw the presence of the Lord in this young kid. Um, Bible scholarship, they, they, they uh, believe that Timothy was a teenager or, or in his early 20s. So at this young age, he had this commission. He had to go to this hostile environment, um, and he need to represent Paul. He need to represent Christ. He had to show these people Christ. He had to share the gospel. And the only way that he was able to do it was because the influence of his mother and his grandmother in his life. And we have mothers and grandmothers in this room that are doing exactly that, influencing your grandkids, your kids. And I pray to the Lord that that will be the same influence that Timothy received from Eunice and from Lois, his, his grandmother. The only way, the only way that our kids will be successful in this world if, is only if they ha have Christ in their lives. We have to understand that. Regardless the education, regardless that we send them to the best uh, college, they condemn. And I repeat it. They condemn without Christ. So it is our duty. It is your obligation, mothers and grandmothers, to plant that seed in your kids, in your grandkids. So how do you, how do, you do that? Going to church? Reading the Bible? That might help at some degree. But we can see so many young Christians, they, they go to the world and become, become one with the world. The only way that we can really create this godly impression, provide this godly, godly inheritance to your kids, to your grandkids, is true example. We have to live this Christian life. We have to show them where our priorities are. We cannot ask our kids, do not lie, do not commit sin. If we are living in sin, and if we are telling lies. At the same time, we have to show them that we're not perfect. We're far from being perfect. 
but we have to show them when we commit a sin, we go to our knees and ask the Lord for forgiveness. We have to show our kids that when we struggle in life, and we will at some point, God is our first answer, is the first place that we're going to go with our problems. If we show them that we trust more in our education, in our strength, we, we are leading them in the wrong direction. I know that this world trying to encourage people, letting them know that you can. Yes, you can. Just do it, you can. Actually, I believe we have to teach our kids the other way around. You cannot. Without God, you cannot. You're not strong enough, you're not smart enough for what you're facing in life. So go to your father. Go to that God that loves you. Kneel to him and ask him for help. We have to be humble if we expect our kids to trust in the Lord. The other way around will be only knowledge. They might quote the Bible. They might know verses. They might sing some hymns, some songs. But that's not the kind of faith that we want in our kids. We want how Paul described it. Verse 5 again. The genuine faith, real faith, true faith. That faith, that faith that allowed you to conquer, that faith that allowed you to be victorious, not in your strength, not in your wisdom, but in his. Do not expect your kid to follow the Lord if he never saw you praying in your knees. Do never expect your kid going to college, and don't fall in temptation, alcohol, drugs, sex, all those things that the world have to offer. If he never saw you, or she never saw you, relying in God Almighty, trusting in God Almighty. We have to let them know that God is our priority, that he is number one, that he is the only one to trust, and that he want to talk with us through his word. This is not a word about the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. 
Many people wanna wanna use the Bible as a wise advices, moral advices. It is not God's intention. This is His word and His word only. I know that many of you are thinking like, wow, I just, I didn't know about the Lord when my kids were young. Well, might be true, but now you might have grandkids and you're still responsible. You're still accountable. So, it's not an excuse. We have to be witness to the Lord. Faithful witness to the Lord. But, Louis, many of you can say, I'm a single mom. Or, uh, my husband, he's not a believer. Well, that didn't stop That didn't stop Eunice. That didn't stop Lois. Let's read. I promise I will be ending soon. Let's read uh, from the book of Acts, chapter 16. You talk about Paul going to a city. Well, a couple of cities. Then he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, meaning that she was a Christian. We already hear about these women. We already hear about the mother of these women. But now... But his father was Greek. So it is this agreement in the Bible study uh, that he was or wasn't a, a, a believer. But the point is that didn't stop Eunice, that didn't stop Louis to share a true faith, a genuine faith to Timothy. And all that they show to this little kid have that, this great impact in his life that now Paul can witness to us. That now their names are written in the word of the Lord, letting us know how important is to preach by example? How important is leaving behind a spiritual inheritance? This, this disciple, Timothy, he have a humongous task ahead of him. He had to go to this hostile 
place when, where Paul started a church. He will face, he will face false teachers. He will face uh, idolatry. He will face, name it, he will face it. And the only way, the only way that he can accomplish his task is because his spiritual inheritance. It is because what he saw in his mother, in his grandmother. So don't be fooled. Whatever you do in front of your kids is creating a big impact in their lives. Whatever you say, the way that you act, If you don't have love for those that surround you, if you don't love your enemies, don't expect your kids to love them. If you don't pray for those that hurt you, if you don't surrender to the Lord, do not, do not expect your kids to do so. So please, Calvary Chapel, keep doing the great job that you're doing. I've been teaching in a Sunday school for a couple of years already, and I, I can testify in your favor. I can see the presence of our Lord in the life of those little kids. And... Uh, if your kids are already grown up, we already, we already know, you still can witness to your grandkids. I, my mom became a Christian uh, two years ago, and I always try to encourage her to witness to my nephews. And she's so happy knowing how big influence she can do in their life, seeing them praying, kneeling. Nothing can compare with that because you know that that impact will show them the way, the only way. And you know that's the only way that they will be saved if they trust in the Lord with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their strength. So thank you, Calvary Chapel. God bless you. Uh, I believe that was pretty brief. <laughs> Mission accomplished. God bless you all. Keep doing the good job. You will be rewarded. <laughs>